That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, James. I am doing pretty good today, and yes, I have done my weekly review. So, yay me. Yay! <laughs> How about you? Um, I'm doing pretty well today, but I have not done my weekly review. Um, I've yet to get into a good groove in terms of working my current gig, mm-hmm. which bumps my weekly review usually out of the week days mm-hmm. and then the weekends. Um, it yeah, it hasn't it hasn't become a stuck habit yet. So, um, I seem to be averaging one every. Two to three weeks. Um, so that's where I am with that. Uh, so either I'll find a way to fix this or my gig, my contract gig will end. <laughs> one or the other. Um, so it's a race. But my intent is to have one done between now and next episode. Um, and so we might as well move on to our weekly to-do the weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. And so your to do last week was? My to do was to export my sites from DreamHost as part of the. Um, process of moving away from DreamHost, or at least moving most of my sites away and uh, maybe downgrading my hosting plan, or I don't know exactly. But I I did it. So I did export one site, but um, I what I want to do is, so it's a WordPress site, and I want to import it to micro.blog because that's a thing people can do. And I've never actually tried it before. So um, before I exported all of the sites, I thought, let me try one and see how that works in case there's some setting I'm missing. But um, I uncovered a problem with my email. So for this site, you know, I need a new email address for that um for that uh, site, you know, so that it has like, especially on micro.blog, everything runs on emails, um, including, you know, we don't have passwords, we send uh, uh, security tokens to your email address to sign in. So, um, and I discovered, I tried to create an alias for my well-tempered.net mail, which was is on Fastmail now. But for whatever reason, uh, the emails to that alias are still getting snagged by Gmail, not Fastmail. I can mm. see that in the headers after I tested it a few times. So I have a uh, support ticket in with Fastmail. That is how far I got on my weekly to-do. I considered that I did my weekly to-do. I just 
wanted to be completely honest and say I didn't finish the project. I got gotcha. you, but you yes, you took the at least the more than just one step along the along the way. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So will continuing that be your weekly to do for next week? No, because now it's you know it, I don't want to rely on getting something from fast mail and figuring it out like to uh, I don't want to have a a bottleneck with this I mean I, I I've I've created it as part of a project now because I already had a project for switching to fast mail so you know sorting out the email situation uh, with aliases is now you know a next action with the fast mail project um, and instead for next week I have this application for some kind of energy savings rebate from having installed my fireplace mm-hmm. and I I have never filled it out and I need to do that so I'm, I think that's a, a one-shot sit-down-and-do-it deal, and that's the kind of thing I like for a weekly to-do. So that's mine. How about yourself? Um, so mine was to prepare and eat pierogi. Oh, right. <laughs> which I did, and it was tasty. Um, although I have a lot left over because it's just me, and my sister mm-hmm. sent me uh three dozen pierogi um so immediately a bunch went in the freezer where they'll keep for a while um and since there's a dozen in each my thought was okay i'll like i'll cook half and put them in the fridge and eat them over the next week or so and then the Mm. other half i'll put in the freezer um so i count out and there are three different flavors. There's potato, there's meat, and there's sauerkraut and mushroom. Mm. So mm. I made like three different Ziploc baggies and labeled them. And so I put six six in the Ziploc bag, put it in the freezer. Then I'm counting them out to uh, cook them. And I count six out, and I have two left. I'm like, did I miscount what I put in the fr-? So I, it turns out, <laughs> even though... They say they're shipping you a dozen. Actually, they shipped 14 of each. Um, uh. So like a baker's dozen plus one. Um, <laughs> and uh, so that confounded me a bit at first because I thought I was unable to count. Um, which, <laughs> like, what? I swear I counted correctly. Um, but everything turned out nice. They they tasted very good. And uh it was like a little taste of my traditional New- or Christmas Eve, which, of course, I didn't get to mm-hmm. have this year. Um, and then my weekly to-do for this coming week is um, – so I have a Chevy Bolt uh, electric mm-hmm. car, and there's some kind of safety advisory that I need to read the details of um, – I think there's something about not charging your battery up to 100% because there's some risk of it catching on fire. Um, mm. So I haven't been driving much, so I haven't been recharging very often. So, um, again, it's not not something I don't – like I'm currently not anywhere near 100%, so I don't think I'm in danger, but I really want to look – at the details more closely and see if I need to schedule an appointment to bring it in or what. But uh, that'll be my weekly to-do for next week. A safety-related one. Yeah, that's a good one. 
uh, to put on your list and um, glad, glad you will, will look into that because even if it's just the tiniest chance, <laughs> it's too big of a chance. Uh, exactly. To, I mean, it'll just it'll make you paranoid and stressed and, and you don't need any more paranoia or stress. No, I've got life, plenty of that say. already. <laughs> That's uh seems like it's built into the, built into the, the whole world at the moment. <laughs> the operating system that we call life. That's right. Um, well, today we were going to uh, continue along with our series um, of the GTD six-level model for reviewing your work. Um, yesterday, or yesterday, last <laughs> episode, we talked about uh the six levels as a whole, um, with the kind of ground level and the the higher horizon being current actions and current projects, we're going to move on and talk a little bit about the uh, the next horizon, horizon two, which are kind of above projects, your areas of focus and responsibilities, um, and the uh, kind of canonical definition of this is kind of your level of kind of your current job responsibilities or areas in your life where you want to maintain a, an appropriate standard. So mm-hmm. the hats you wear, right. the roles you play, <laughs> um, the things you actually give a damn about, <laughs> um, as opposed to things that can just slide because you don't really care. Like me and being completely in fashion all the time. That is not an area of focus (laughs) or responsibility for me because I wouldn't even know where to start and it doesn't matter to me much at all. Um, (laughs) So I don't – if you had wanted to start and chat a little bit about yours, Jean, I guess that might be a good place to start. All right. I did have like a a sort of – uh, opening question, you know, rereading uh, the David Allen book about this particular um, horizon, he says it's like job responsibilities and areas of focus. And so I I took it at, at its word, you know, which is I listed like, what are my responsibilities at micro.blog? And also I, I made a separate uh, category. What are my responsibilities as a podcaster? Because honestly, podcasting um, has um, filled up a lot of time uh, in my life, and I feel you know a responsibility to the things, the projects that I've committed to. So that, but then when I thought like, well, what's what's the difference between an area of focus and a responsibility? And I don't know if that that you know, tripped you up at all. But I I mean, it's not, it's not particularly like, I don't want to make it into a, you know, some kind of pedantic, like, you you know, this is what a responsibility is versus this is what an area of focus is. If there's, you know, I don't want to do it just for the sake of trying to follow the book, because that's never been my goal to follow the book. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And one of the things that he says in that section that I thought, you know, was a good framing uh, idea about it is he said, at least about areas of focus, he says, is really 
just a more abstract and refined version of the triggers list, which uh, the infamous triggers list or famous, however you, you know, uh, approach it. But it's like two pages of things to remind you of um, unclosed loops in your life when you first start out, especially like, you know, that it helps you do a, a mind dump because he has outlined like things that most people probably have something undone in. And, um, you know, it's, it's helpful. Um, so thinking of it that way of like things that would remind me, um, ha- well, if this is a responsibility slash area of focus, do you have a, any projects that will, um, support that? And, uh, anyway, so I don't know. Anyway, back to my original question is like, did you make two separate lists, responsibilities and areas of focus? Cause I did, but I'm, I feel a little wishy-washy about the division. I didn't, um, just be, well, it's almost to me like a responsibility is something where you've made a commitment to others to do something. Mm-hmm. But it still is also an area you need to focus on. Whereas yeah. I mean, area focus is something that you've chosen to focus on. But like, I might choose to focus on my Disney guide map collection, mm-hmm. but it's not really a spot. Like, it's not like like anybody right. cares <laughs> except me. <laughs> um, so it's something that I might have things to do regarding, but it's not like yeah. it's not a responsibility. Like I'm not curating a museum or something. Um, right. Now, if anybody would like to pay me to curate a Disney guide map museum, um, please let us know. Um, <laughs> I'd be happy yeah. to make that a, a responsibility. Um, yeah. But so to me, I kind of saw it that way. But in my mind, yeah. it's all stuff that I want to be doing right so to me it like to me it didn't it didn't seem to help me too much to divide the two okay i'm actually right now cutting and pasting my list to make it into just areas of focus and um i do think like you know one thing about the getting things done book is that it is definitely um, targeted towards people who have jobs <laughs> in companies where they probably have a detailed job description as well. And uh, yeah. So whereas you and I, it's not that we don't work. We just uh, work in a more um, independent fashion and, we have a lot more control over the the content of our work. Uh, so, so yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. So I'm just going to talk about areas of focus then. And um, you know, I did make several bullet points, but uh, uh, let me just uh, review the main ones. You know, that definitely keep me um, going, and also. Um, you know, take up most of my time. And one of those, um, so, I mean, I do have a job 
in the sense that I am the community manager of micro.blog and there was actually a list of things, you know, when uh, Manton and I drew up a contract that I would be responsible for, but that certainly evolved over almost four years now. And the primary thing that I do is to um, to monitor and support the Microdot blog community, and um, because as the community manager, the most important thing for us, you know, as a company and a platform is that, well, there's two things that are most important, but one is making it easy for people to blog. But the second, you know, co-equal part of our mission is to create a place where people can interact with others in a non, in a environment that's free of harassment. And um, that I think we've been very successful at. And it makes a difference, you know, if somebody like me is keeping an eye on everybody, honestly. I mean, I'm not keeping an eye on them, like spying on them. Everything that people post at micro.blog is public. And uh, I review all the posts that are made. and, And just honestly, the group, the community as a whole has been so good. It's not like I go around like swatting down bad actors. I So, you know, the job has grown more to, and that's why I wrote support the community to like give um, us, you know, encourage more engagement, encourage people to find like the niche of micro.blog that they like. So, um, and then my my other uh, area of focus in that is to support Manton and the business. Um, you know, we're really just two people doing this um, on our own. And even if I am not writing the software or making, you know, develop, software development uh, decisions per se, um, I am a person that, you know, can represent the community in the discussion of like, where are we going? What are we doing? And, you know, what, what changes will we make along the way? So, so those are my, my primary uh, work areas of focus. Um, But then, you know, I realized, oh, I need to put podcasting down um, because I have committed to a podcast called Voyager Revisit It on the Incomparable Network. And um, that is a job, in a sense, because we do have members who support our podcasts and some who specifically support Voyager Revisit It. So, you know, I have a responsibility to um, honor that support and make sure that they get... uh, Star Trek Voyager content, you know, on a regular basis. Um, I also have a commitment to participating in the community of podcasters there on The Incomparable. And so being a guest on somebody else's podcast, you know, that's part of my incomparable job as well. And um, and then finally, of course, co-producing and co-publishing the Weekly Review with you. So. Mm-hmm. So those are my work uh, 
work areas of um, focus. And and I'm happy with them. Like there's not one thing I put down that I thought, I wonder how I can get out of that in the future, which I believe in the book, you know, David Allen is saying like, now you might find some things on that list that you, you know, you want to move out of and start trying to do something else in your job. But I don't, yeah. Well, it'll get interesting when we talk about future goals uh, for ourselves. Like, what, what, when I start thinking about that, the fact that I am very happy with all the things I'm doing right now um, will make it interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. And how about, yeah. Well, for me, what I sort of noticed is that. Um, in OmniFocus, I have projects grouped into folders, mm-hmm. which in a sense, in a, for a lot of them, they serve as areas of focus or responsibility, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so looking at those areas, um, like there's one called Home, which is mm-hmm. like just home maintenance, not home maintenance, just like make sure that, you know, the plumbing isn't leaking, um, but all of that kind of household maintenance stuff. So that includes for me auto maintenance and taking care of, like, sure the cat's okay, make sure that. Okay. So sort of just household oh, yeah. is an area of responsibility. And I think with any of these, I find, like, you can break them, like, okay, take care of the car, take care of the physical house, take care mm-hmm. of bill, like, the utilities. Take, like, you could break it down into a lot of sub-areas of, mm-hmm. but for me, I try to, like, I've, it seems like, looking at how I've organized my projects in OmniFocus, that mm-hmm. I try not to be too, too precise in these buckets, um, even though obviously you could be infinitely. And I wonder if part of that is just because, especially um, in the iOS version of the app, it's kind of a pain to drill down through things. Mm-hmm. Um, at least it was when I first set up the list. Um, but um, so I've tried to keep the the folders kind of... Uh, uh, shallow in terms of their structure um Hmm. but home is one but then personal finances is kind of has enough in it that it's i kind of consider that different than the house or the household um right um and then i did have an area of focus it's still here as a folder but it hasn't gotten a lot of focus uh in the past year called trips or travel um, because that was something I did a lot. So it was certainly an area that I I focused on. This year, it should have been canceling trips would have been a more appropriate name. Um, Software development is an area. Um, Mm -hmm. James Dempsey and the Breakpoints is another area. Um, Mm -hmm. But those tend to be, yeah, that's, um, and then I have kind of a general area for, business uh for uh, my llc um and that's less about um like like writing software or 
like doing something with JDBP um, and more about the kind of the running of the business. So taxes and filing and business tax or yeah, tasks um, and then kind of tracking any engagements that I am in the midst of doing. Um, I'd say another area is uh, what I call online presence. So it's mm-hmm. where I've been tracking, kind of moving uh, away from WordPress to uh, to Jekyll and the whole process of moving all my domains to a single registrar was kind of right. a project in there. Um, so kind of all of that nitty gritty stuff is is in that area of focus. Um, I do have a whole area of focus for my guide map collection. Um, mm-hmm. so I do kind of, when I buy something, I track it as a little mini project. Um, I have, uh, Canada as a, <laughs> everything. You are responsible for a very large country. I everything that, that goes on in Canada, <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all right here in OmniFocus. Um, you know, um, no, but for the, uh, for all the things going on up there in terms of uh, the the summer house right. um, and payments for that and all the, all the it's essentially the household version, but for Canada, except mm-hmm. nothing so far has risen to the. Uh, it's not even a folder; it's just a single task project with a bunch of items in it because mm-hmm. um, it's. It's not that complicated. And then I have one called Family and Friends. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, as you might guess, tasks and projects related to family and friends. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and um, and then I do have the Weekly Review podcast as an area. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I, there are a couple other folders in here, but. It's arguable that they shouldn't be folders. Like as I've been looking through, I'm like, oh, maybe that doesn't need to be a, a whole folder. That was my question, actually, when you brought up folders. Is um, I um, most of my projects are not in folders, and um, some of my projects, the two folders I have, one is home and one is micro.blog, and Home is empty right now, I think, because I finished, you know, my gutters and my fireplace project. And actually, I did start a new project of replace washer and dryer. So it could go in that folder, but it's in the, you know, then it'll be the only thing in there. Like, I'm sort of mixed about whether the folders help me or not. And if I was going to have folders, I mean, I could say there's probably like 20 five projects here and only three of them are in a folder um shouldn't shouldn't i have you know if they're going to be useful most of the things should be in a folder i would think i don't know oh absolutely and and i think it's also the case that it it completely depends on your use case and Mm -hmm. also I started using OmniFocus before we had tags. So you could imagine instead of folders, you could have a tag, which Uh kind of works like a folder. And then you go to the tags tab and 
click home and see all the projects that have to do with um I find I don't know there's something about just having that extra level that is helpful to me but I also have I think um like I currently have well that's not exactly true let me see I currently have 141 projects. Mm, okay. Um, and I also in like my home folder in that area of responsibility, I also do have a, um, most of them have at least one single action project in there mm -hmm. that I never close. Even if I have no single actions at the moment, it's kind of the, the spot to put for me, the spot to put really small actions or yeah. like projects that are a step or two. Yeah. Um, like I often have the project where it's like contact so-and-so hear back from so-and-so do the thing that they told you to do. Um, <laughs> um, and so those little like contact hear back, do something shuffles. I usually don't make those a whole project. Um, they usually end up in the appropriate area of focus, single task, single, mm -hmm. single task project. That's what they're called. Yeah. Um, so for instance, and that, that's also where I tend to put a lot of repeating items, um, which do tend to be like, you know, the send, send in the, send in whatever your business registration fee for the year. And then mm -hmm. make sure they got it and then confirm that they did. Um, those are not full projects that I have to review. Um, those I have set in my single task project called, what's it called? Not that anybody cares. It's called business <laughs> taxes slash filing. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so... In that one project, I look and I see that everything is current. Nothing is due. Um, so it makes the yearly, my weekly review is easy because I just look in there. It's all blank. And then I can hit reviewed. Um, but if something changes, like this year when all the filing deadlines changed because of right. COVID, um, going through, it was, you know, easy to change those all. Um, so those are kind of mine. The other thing I've realized is that, honestly, for this level, and I'm probably going to see this for next three weeks, um, <laughs> I have not really, like, I've, I feel like I've been in stasis for at least um, since the pandemic started. Um, it's not like I've thought about wildly new things to take on. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, it's felt like I've been kind of in a holding pattern or treading water until things open up again. Yeah. Um, and so I haven't done a like I've, I've been focusing on my existing areas of focus, but I haven't felt like I've been doing, um, like I haven't been branching out or I haven't been um, 
everything I've been doing have been things that have been in these areas of focus for a while. Yeah. Well, can I suggest a counterexample for you? Sure. (laughs) Um, I would say in the last year, you've become more um, active in the areas of cooking and dancing. So even though that wasn't in your omnifocus necessarily or on any goal plan, you know, you've, you've definitely, uh, I don't know. I'm impressed with the fact that you, you found new things to really get into. Well, thank you. I do appreciate that, except that those have been things that have been on my lists for a long time. Like even before I started using OmniFocus, They've been things that, uh, like cooking and being more fit or having Mm -hmm. a regular fitness routine have been, they've been, they haven't been areas of doing anything about it. (laughs) That was this year. (laughs) But they were definitely areas of, uh, like, on my list of things to Mm -hmm. get to and improve. Um, That's good. It feels like that list of things to, like, I've made progress in the areas of focus, and I'm happy about that. But in mm-hmm. terms of like reevaluating what those are, I haven't really done that, um, and that's okay. Honestly, these have been keeping me plenty busy, and um, I also think that after a number of years, um, these are the things that I'm focused on. So it's it doesn't f- just like you are not feeling dissatisfied by your areas of responsibility um i'm not necessarily feeling dissatisfied by what i have Mm -hmm. it just surprised me as we started this topic in talking about this it's it kind of surprised me how long it's been since i've reevaluated it at all (laughs) yeah well that you know that that makes sense and uh i think you know, one of the things I said last week was, you know, uh, while we are in a, a kind of a holding pattern um, due to COVID, uh, we are optimistic that that is going to change. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe your travel folder will become more interesting and uh Maybe I know for myself, you know, I actually have a project of going to Ljubljana this year, 2021. Um, I I don't think that's going to happen. I probably should just rename it 2022. Um, But, um, you know, travel is definitely in my areas of focus. And even though I'm not doing it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I don't want to forget about it. So. Absolutely. And they are still on my list, too. Um, And actually, one area of focus I did not mention is uh, personal tasks. And those are all, at the moment, um, single action projects um, Mm -hmm. for things like cooking, dental, medical, fitness, memberships and IDs. Um, I have civics in there to remind me to vote. Um, (laughs) Well, and also to check that my ballot got received and, you know, yeah. that back and forth. Um, and, um, but yeah, I would say that um, 
it also does ebb and flow. I am the fact that I've been able to maintain doing like the daily dance party and my gig, I'm impressed with myself because like I was pretty sure that was going to fall by the wayside. Turns out what fell by the wayside so far has been my weekly review. Um, <laughs> but um, I think things are moving slowly enough in general in my own life that I I haven't really dropped anything on the floor. So that's, that's good. Um, would you happen to have any other comments about uh, areas of focus and responsibilities? Uh, no, I think it's good. I'm glad we had this chat because uh, I'm going to work on my list a little more and clean it up and then do as David Allen recommends, put it in, you know, to the review process, say for every, he says one to three months. So I'll probably just split the difference and say two or three. One is too frequent for sure. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Uh at least for me, nothing is changing that quickly. Um, and if it does happen radically and quickly, that'll be a wake-up call to do it at that point. Um, all right. Well, in that case, let's wrap up um, this episode so that we can all get back to getting things done. Now, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at theweeklyreview. Um, and also, you can always contact us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you'd rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us. It helps us find new listeners. And it always makes us smile to know how you're feeling um, and to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done. And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things you gotta do. You'll think about them all in the weekly review. The 